0: And Welcome back to the SLP corner podcast. This week, it's a solo episode. I'm going to dive into why I chose private practice. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about advice I would give you when looking for your first job. So before we get started, I do want to ask you, I know I've seen a lot of new listeners this new year. And if you're really liking the podcast It would mean the world to me if you could rate and review it and let me know with honest feedback what you like what you want to see more of and i'm going to use that to try to make this as perfect for you as i can so please just try to give me that feedback and i will try to implement it so a lot of you liked my solo episode that i did for grad school which was one of your recommendations you really wanted one on grad school where i really just dive into that topic and I asked you guys again on Instagram and you're really feeling like you want one on private practice and a variety of other topics like clinical placements and applications and advice for choosing a first job, like interview prep, things like that. And we can dive into that later, but today we're going to focus on why I chose private practice. And before I get started, I do want to really emphasize that private practice is not for everyone. It really works for me and I absolutely love it. I truly can't see myself working in any other area right now, but a lot of people, it's just not for them. So this isn't to say that private practice is the best area of SLP, it's the best place, it's the best area to work in, that's not true. It really just depends what works for you. So keep that in mind when I go through these reasons why I personally chose private practice. So freedom and flexibility. I really, really wanted a job where I had freedom and I had flexibility. That was very important to me. I want to be able to travel while I'm young and I don't have kids and I don't have really big commitments. Um, obviously with COVID that didn't really happen this year, but I want that freedom where if I want to go on a big trip, I can go on a big trip. And if I want to go in the off season or in a, I don't just want to travel in summer, I can travel in other times of the year and I can take that week where I want to take that week. And I really appreciate that flexibility. I really like that I can take time off to do conferences when I want to do conferences. So I did more than words, I've done the ESDM, I'm doing um, It Takes Two to Talk, I'm doing Peers, and I'm just really like banging out a lot of conferences this year. And I really couldn't do that if I wasn't able to take time off when I want to take time off. A lot of conferences are only offered on certain dates. And if I was in the school system, then I probably wouldn't be able to take the time off to do that. Maybe some schools are really flexible with time off, but what I've heard from other SLPs is that it is pretty strict that you, t- you have all your summer off, you have certain vacation times, so you can't just take weeks off when you want to take weeks off. So that's another thing. I really like that I'm able to alter and change things around very freely. So if a client needs to change something, change an appointment. We can alter the time. We can alter the date. I can rearrange my schedule as I wish. I can change things around freely. I can do groups. I can do one-on-one sessions. I can do parent coaching sessions. It's really up to me. I can really make my caseload however I want, and I have that freedom, and I have that flexibility, and I really, really like that, and I like that I'm able to reschedule things and change things around, so if I take a week off, I can double up next week if I want to add all, put all the clients in one day, I can do that. And I, I just have that freedom. So um, one other thing with that is like some clinics might have a certain approach or in the schools, you have to do a certain assessment, you have to do lots of formal assessments, you have to do lots of reports that's just not the case in private practice. You do what you feel is best for your client. If I feel that a formal assessment is not the best for my client, I'm not going to be doing a formal assessment for that client. I'm going to be doing an informal assessment. If I feel like I don't I don't think a report is necessary, I'm not going to write a report. If I do think a report is necessary, I'll talk to the parents about writing a report. So I just have that freedom, and I'm someone who loves independence and freedom. I've always felt that way. I really just like having feeling like I have control over my life and I'm not being controlled by, um, anyone or anything. So I really like that. Um, I should add that when I say all of this, like I am a private contractor. So a certain percentage of what I make per hour goes to the owner of our clinic, which goes to therapy materials. Um, she has a very big clinic space, so that's expensive. And she gives, we have the treatment rooms. We have all of the, we have materials, assessments. She's always, um, getting new assessments for us and things like that. So a lot of that costs money. So it depends the clinic, like some clinics you'll pay rent. Um, you'll, you'll like part of your, um, you'll get a bigger percentage but then you'll pay maybe rent or you'll do that kind of model like more like maybe like a dentist clinic and some clinics do do that other clinics you just give you you remove a percentage of your of your um what you make per hour and that kind of kind of something that you should just talk to who you're interviewing with at the beginning and you can kind of discuss what you want what they think is doable and kind of go from there um Okay. So the last thing I'll say with regards to freedom and flexibility is this is all to an extent because you need to keep your clients in private practice. So if you are just taking vacation every week, like you're not going to have a caseload. So it's to an extent, like you need to be careful about not taking too much time off and not taking too long of a time off. So It's really important to take that into consideration, because if you're taking a large chunks of time off every year, this might be something that's unattractive to a potential client. So it's all it's all something you need to take into consideration. Like you can't just um, do whatever you want. You'll lose all your clients. So but overall, I do feel like that's it's definitely been worth it for me. And I really, really love that. Okay, next. I find it so interesting and stimulating. I feel like the variety of cases, I'm not working in a health center or early intervention, so I don't just have zero to three, I have all the way up, I've had a 25 year old, that's my oldest so far, and I love that, I love the variety. If you're someone who doesn't want to work with older kids, or you're someone who doesn't want to work with adults, private practice may not be the best fit for you, because you'll grow your caseload faster if you're not picky with regards to ages. And personally, I actually like working with all ages. I find it's very stimulating and very interesting to have a lot of differences in my day. So hour to hour, it's just like different types of cases. And there will be patterns. Like I have a lot of autism on my caseload and I have a lot of fluency kids right now. So there are patterns, but overall, I really like how stimulating it is. I also like that there is a lot more parent involvement. Of course, I've only, I only this is the only place I've ever worked, so it's not that I've worked in schools, but based off of my placements, the school system, there's often less parent involvement, and I found that there was sometimes less buy-in in the health center, but when parents are coming to you in private and they're paying that money, and, and this is really just, it's an investment for them, and they take it very seriously, and they're often relatively picky with regards to who they choose to go to for their services because they could go to a different SLP in a different clinic or, um, basically they have the freedom to pick. And with that, they, they really have a lot of buy-in because they want to make the most of it. They want to do the homework. They are invested. And I really like working with parents who are invested and they're involved. And I really like working with parents in general. So in the school, a lot of the times their parents might be so involved and so invested, but I'm just not going to see them because they're at work. So I really appreciate being able to really collaborate with parents. I find that very rewarding. I also find, like, I really like that I'm... I find it stimulating to be with a bunch of other SLPs. So we have a pretty big clinic. I think it's like, I don't know, 12 to four, 12, 12 or 13 SLPs, I think. Um, and we have meetings every Friday and we go over cases and we learn from each other. And it's just so interesting. Like, this week we're going to be talking about ocular research with regards to an autism, autism population. And I just find it so interesting. And I feel like I'm always being push to become a better SLP and I just, I don't know if that would be how I would feel if I was in the school system. Like maybe it would be once again, this is just my experience, but I really feel like I'm constantly becoming a better SLP because of the environment that I've placed myself in and the SLPs that I'm around. I'm just always learning from them and I find that very rewarding. Okay. Pace. Speaking of pace, I'm sorry if my speed of speech is extremely fast and very aware that this is a problem. And I really try to slow down, but whenever I start talking about SLP stuff, I just get excited. And then I just start speed talking. And if my mom is listening, she's probably shaking her head because she's always like, Shannon, please take a breath. I literally can't understand anything you're saying. Okay. All right. Pace. I love a busy day. I don't want a lunch break. I don't want to break at all. I genuinely just want back to back to back to back home time. I love that. I don't like dilly-dallying. I don't like wasted time. I like to just be in and out. I work four days a week. I work Wednesday to Saturday. And my schedule is jam-packed. And I love that because I would rather work a very long day. I'd rather literally sometimes at the clinic from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. But I would rather that than five days a week Like nine to two, which sometimes was at the health center at my placement. I was there like nine to two or in the school system. We have like recess, these huge lunch breaks. We end early and I just don't find it as motivating. Like I feel like I'm very like I'm a young new SLP. I'm very new to all this and I'm excited and I want to work hard while I am young and have the time and have the energy. So I want a very packed schedule and I want to make more if I work more. I like that. That's very motivating to me. So I know now if I work in private practice, the more I work, the more I get paid, and that's very—it's just motivating because that's not always the case. If you're working in more of a public setting, you can work really hard, you can have so many clients, but you know you're not getting paid more. You know you're getting paid the same if you have three clients or if you have eight clients. And I don't really like that. I don't find it very motivating. I want to get paid for what I work. So that's something to take into consideration. Yeah. And then I don't know. It's just nice. Like when my days are off, my days are off. Like yesterday it was Tuesday and I, um, I just took the whole day off and I went skiing in Whistler and it was so fun to just be able to have that balance. But I, like my motto is always work hard, play hard. So I like that, but, um, it's not for everyone again. So you just kind of have to see what works for you. Another thing I said that might've jumped out at you is like, Oh my God, you work Saturdays, but that's one of the best decisions I've made. I, Just, it doesn't bother me at all for some reason. I have not regretted it once. Saturday is my busiest day. That's when I can see so many kids. I'm always back to back to back. I've had eight, nine kids in that day, and I love that pace. And I don't really mind that it's Saturday. Like, I have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, and there's something about having a weekday off. It just feels like even more of a day off. It's just so nice. And working on a Saturday doesn't really feel like working as much. So, I personally really love that. So if you are gonna go into private and you're willing to work weekends, you'll definitely build your caseload up a lot faster. So that's something to take into consideration. Okay, last thing that's like a really big thing that I was looking for is the money I personally think is often better. Of course, there are exceptions to this. Of course, if you're working in the school system for 20 years, that's probably really good. I'm not sure. Everywhere's different. I'm in Canada. That's another thing you have to take into consideration. Um, you have to think where you are, what province you're in. will change the funding that kids get, and we get paid through funding a lot of the time. You also have to take into consideration, are you in a city where there's often a lot more money? Um, that's generalization, of course, but I find that this is definitely the case, especially in Vancouver. Or are you in a rural area? People may not be able to be paying out of pocket as much in a rural area. so. You have to take into consideration where you're located, but overall, from everywhere I've interviewed and all the SLPs I've talked to, it seems as though private you can get paid the most. This depends on a lot of things like how much of like what percent are you getting of the hourly rate. That's something to take into consideration. Like, if you're getting a low percentage, that's probably not gonna be very good for you, but if you're getting a higher percentage, that's gonna be good. And if you can work your way up, I'm in a clinic where We can get higher and higher. It's not stuck at a certain level, which I like too, because it's like very a growth mindset. So yeah, I feel like I'm definitely getting paid more in this setting than I would be at a health center or if I was um, in a hospital or if I was in the schools right now. And I find that to be very motivating and I really just, I do want to make more money right now. So some things I'm going to move into the second part of this podcast What I think that you should look for when you're getting a first job, because I've said a lot of positive things about private, but there is, there's a lot of negatives to private. I actually haven't found this at my clinic, but you need to think about the clinic you're going to. And so I'm going to run through some things you should think about because private's not all sunshine and rainbows. Is there a clinic space? I've had a friend who got a job in private practice, but there was a very very small clinic space and she had to drive everywhere if you're driving all to all these homes you cannot do back-to-back days like i have laid out i can do back-to-back days because my clinic space is really big and we can fit all our slps and the kids just can come in back-to-back and that works for me i don't think i would really like if i had to drive honestly i think that would change my whole mindset on this if i had to drive everywhere okay that's one do their mentorship is there support is there a team here, I have a team. There's, we, It feels so supportive. I can bounce ideas off of people. I can discuss cases on Fridays in our team meetings. I can share, we share resources. We have a group chat. It's very, very collaborative, and everyone is so kind and supportive. And I feel really, like, welcomed in the environment, and I just feel like, I feel like it's an ideal place to be. And so when you're looking for a job, I remember Carly from We Talkers, she said to me, when you're looking for a job, one of the biggest things you should look for is mentorship. It's so important to look for somewhere that will mentor you and that will really support you because honestly, I'm going to do another podcast on the learning curve, but it's no joke. The learning curve is crazy. I was so overwhelmed. And I'm seeing some of my friends start jobs later on like right now and and I'm seeing them go through that learning curve and it's really overwhelming and it's really stressful and if you don't have a supportive environment that would be very very hard okay materials my clinic offers us so many therapy materials like everything you can imagine so many assessments so many books so many resources all of it all there for us um, technically it's like seen as we're borrowing it because of course we're private contractors but it's all there for us to borrow and I genuinely don't know what I would do if I was at a clinic that didn't have this number of resources. When you're starting out as a new SLP, it's very important to have resources for you because you're not gonna wanna be spending all of your money on getting all these therapy materials and let alone like things like standardized tests. Parents may want a standardized assessment and you need to have that resource available to you. So you should think about these things when you're considering a private clinic that you're working at. Okay, last thing I'm gonna say is Private, another reason why it just might not be for everyone is like it can be stressful thinking like, of attrition rates and wanting to keep clients and not take it personally if a client and if it's not a good fit or things like that, like it can be overwhelming. But if you can kind of handle that and get through that initial um, like stress and nerves, I do feel like it's a really great setting. It's so stimulating. There's so much freedom and flexibility. You feel like you're your own boss and you are to a certain extent, like you have control over your caseload and your schedule. and It's just, it's really nice being able to form those relationships with the parents and the clients and see them past three years old and continue to see them grow. And being able to just have that relationship and see the growth, I find it to be incredibly rewarding. So... I tried to give you like everything that I could think of. I'm going to have independent clinician on my podcast and we're going to talk about private practice um, and different sides to it. I really just wanted to give you my personal experience with private practice because this has been a question. I also have it saved in my highlights, like a way shorter version of this. But if you have any questions, reach out to me, email me, DM me. I get back to everyone. I sometimes take a long time. Because I watch The Social Dilemma and I'm trying to decrease my addiction to social media. But I want to connect with you guys. I want to help you guys. And yeah, I mean, it was so nice to get the support from Carly from We Talkers. And I just want to do the same for everyone else. Like she gave me so much good advice and she helped me find my job at Speech Meta. And I I just want to return the favor to all the other new SLPs out there. So that is that. I really hope that this was beneficial to you. If you like the podcast, which compared to the number of views or like downloads, there should be more reviews, reviews, you guys like, come on, please. Can we all just take one minute out of your day, one minute, and please review and write a quick, um, or no, rate And then write a quick review of my podcast. That would mean so much to me. Um, I really love doing this for you guys and it just feels really nice to kind of get some feedback on what you're thinking. So I hope you guys have an awesome Monday and I will see you next week.